With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Like Kanye West says, having money is not everything, not having it is. No, Deuteronomy 8, 18 says God gives us the ability to create wealth. No, it's the love of money that's the root of all Yes, I do think about other things in life. I'm just trying to leave a legacy for my Money's not everything, but when you got it, you can do some cool stuff. And now, your host for Talking Money in the Morning, financial health mentor to the working class, Mr. A. Cortez. My community, everybody's favorite fatherpreneur where I do my absolute best to bring practical yet proven wealth building strategies to working men and women all over this great nation of ours. It's truly an honor, privilege, and a blessing to come to you live and direct from the Black Wealth Movement Studios here in St. Louis, Missouri. Guys, if you are serious about building multi-generational wealth, then you have to make some tough sacrifices. Well, guess what? Guess what? Uh, we have some uh, a game plan for you, man. Uh, li listen to this. How would you like to give yourself a two to $600 pay raise using a simple strategy? Then how would you like some uh, software and education on how to take that extra money and use it to eliminate your debt, right? How would you like to create a tax deductible lifestyle, meaning you're able to write off about 40% of the things that you're spending on already, they could become tax write-offs for you. Then while you're doing that, how would you like to fix your own credit with our do-it-yourself credit education program? And then we're doing all that so you can free up the money to learn how to invest. What if we show you how to get double-digit returns on your money? Would you pay $35 a month to be part of a network that can help you accomplish all of those things? Well, that's what the Black Wealth Movement is. That is exactly what the Black Wealth Movement is, a network of people committed to answering the question. And the question is this, how do you bring economic empowerment and community development to the black community? You do it in partnership with companies <clears throat> uh, and a network of people who have the passion and the skills, the resources and the tools and the education to get it done. So that's exactly what we are doing is helping others uh, build generational wealth from scratch. If you're checking us out on YouTube, go ahead and hit the uh, thumbs up or the thumbs down button. Just rate the show however you like it. Uh, but go ahead and hit the subscribe button if you have not already subscribed to the channel. You guys on Facebook, do me a huge favor. Hit the share button for me, please. Uh, as we continue to get the show rolling. Uh, and if you want more information on the Black Wolf Movement, all you got to do is either go to moreinfo.com 
blackwealthmovement.com. More info, I'm sorry, that's not right. More info dot join cortezna.com. Or you can text Black Wealth Movement to 314-874-6887. Again, text Black Wealth Movement to 314-874-6887. Or go to moreinfo.joincorteznow.com to get a full overview of what the Black Wealth Movement is, what it is not, what we stand for, what we represent, and the game plan that we are executing to build the black community. Uh, like I tell you each and every morning, man, uh, if you're new to the show, I want to let you know exactly who the show is for. This show is for risers and grinders only, man. You got to be ready to get up, get out, and get something on uh, in, in today's economy, man. Point blank, period. If that's not you, this ain't your show. If you're ready to build a legacy for your family, maybe you got the desire to build wealth. Maybe you got the discipline. Maybe you got uh, uh, the, the will, the ambition, but maybe you lack a game plan. Well, that's what we do each and every morning, man. We help you understand game plans. We give you tips. Uh, we give you strategies. We want you to win because guess what? I tell everybody all the time, I got five sons, right? And I want my five sons to be able to marry into money, right? See, they're going to be billionaire heirs. I want them to also marry billionaire heiresses, right? How, how cool would that be? My son's the heir of a billion dollar fortune and he marries a young lady who's the heiress of a billionaire fortune and they bring those two families together. See, that's what we got to start thinking about. That's next level thinking, man. And that's kind of how my mind operates. And that's how the, the minds of the folks that we're connected with in the Black Wealth Movement operate as well. So if that's you, this is your show. On the other hand, if you are the type of person that is negative about everything, you got a problem for every solution, then we have to politely ask you to exit stream left, right? We have a very low tolerance for negativity. You've got to be positive, enthusiastic if you're trying to build wealth, if you're trying to have success in any level, just point blank, period. That's just the way that it goes, man. Uh, I didn't make the rules. Uh, I didn't create these mental laws. I just study them. I understand them and I apply them in our lives. So if you've never seen a future billionaire before, and yes, that's billion with a B, 2027, it is going down. I want you to take a screenshot, cheese, and watch your boy work because it's going down. But more importantly, you might want to get in the game with me because there's not a billionaire on this planet that has not created other billionaires, mega millionaires, decamillionaires, millionaires. Come on, let's be honest. Think about what Oprah has done for the people who've been able to connect with her. Yana Van Zandt, Dr. Phil. Think about what Mark Zuckerberg has been able to do with the people who work with him, right? Think about what Bill Gates uh, was able to do with those people who were connected with, they didn't just become mega, mega wealthy themselves. The people around them was also able to uh, ride that wave and become mega wealthy too. So get in the game with your boy, right? Just do you know Brock, Bob Proctor's work. A lot of the same stuff uh, uh, that, that we're teaching today, it, it comes from old school guys like Bob Proctor, Garvey, uh, uh, Honorary Elijah Muhammad. Uh, this stuff isn't new, y'all, right? We're just trying to find ways to execute it with today's technology. Uh, and that's where we think we have a slight advantage uh, because they've been, they were doing the great things and they didn't have social media, right? We've got to be able to do a little bit more because we got better technology. So let's get this thing uh, cracking uh, with your journey to building wealth. But you got to partner with some people, man. Uh, you can't do it alone. 
And, and so many of us have been trying to do it alone, not because we're trying to be loners. We just ha are having a tough time finding other people who think like us. That's why I'm on social media. That's why I do this show. That's why I'm live all the time, because I want you guys to know that there is another group of people out here who think like this. We just got to connect. Now, does it cost money to join the Black Wealth Movement? Yes, because we give you a business and we give you tools and resources to build wealth. So it's $35 per month, but you're joining a community of like-minded people, uh, and this is what it's going to take. Don't take everybody. It takes a handful of committed people to change the world, and that's what we're looking to do uh, today. So, again, do me a favor. If you have not already shared the stream, hit the share button. If you have not uh, already subscribed to the channel on YouTube, please hit the subscribe button uh, for me as well. Today's show is also brought to you by FinancialHealthInsurance.com. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are a grown person, right? My wife said I can't cuss on the stream. So if you are a grown person and you do not have life insurance for your family, I want you to go to FinancialHealthInsurance.com. Not judging, not saying why, but that's not the responsible thing to do to not have life insurance. Give your family the peace of mind they deserve. You can go grab yourself a free quote, uh, uh, no obligations. Uh, just let us tell you what it will cost you to cover your family um, in the event of an untimely demise or also in the event of uh, being out of work for six, eight, 12 months. Uh, you can uh, insure your income as well with disability insurance. So go to financialhealthinsurance.com to learn how uh, you can get a free quote uh, for some good quality life insurance. And they, even if you have life insurance and you're not sure you got the right stuff, then let, let us do a free review of the policy that you have and see if it's adequate for you and your family. All right, so today we continue. This is part two of a five-part series on the 31 major causes of failure, according to uh, my man, uh, Napoleon Hill, how to think and grow rich. So parts one, two, and three, we're going to get through all 31 major causes. Parts four and five, we're going to come up with solutions to overcome the 31 causes. Does that make sense? So we're going to go through all 31 causes. Part one was last Thursday. We did uh, parts, uh, uh, the first 10. So now we're going to go through uh, 10 or, or 11 through 20. <laughs> But really quickly, I'm going to quickly recap the first 10. All right. Let's quickly recap the first 10. So number one, unfavorable hereditary background. And they talk about not not situations like I was born poor or in poverty. They're talking about physical conditions like uh, a limited brain capacity. Some people were born with that. They can't think and process information as quickly as others, right? That's unfavorable, but you can overcome that. We'll talk about that in three and four. Lack of a well-defined purpose in life. Got to have a purpose in life. Lack of ambition. Uh, number three is lack of ambition to aim above mediocrity, man. Some people are just satisfied with average, right? Go ahead and comment in the chat if you're just jumping on YouTube. Uh, and let us know who you are, where you're from, and if you're building a brand, type the name of your brand as well. Uh, number four, insufficient education. Uh, we know that information is power when you know how to use it. Uh, 
And, and one of the major causes of failure is insufficient education. Lack of self-discipline. It is a huge one. You got to have self-discipline if you're going to build, uh, be successful. And my definition of discipline is just this. Doing what you know needs to be done, especially when you don't feel like doing it or when you're tempted to do otherwise. Number six, lack of uh, ill health. Right. A lot of people don't equate health to success. There's not a lot of successful people that, you know, that don't have relatively good health. Right. Because it, it goes hand in hand. Unfavorable environmental influences during childhood. Now, this is the case where. You were born in, in, the, in the hood, you grew up in the project negativity all around you. That stuff can be overcome. We have story after story after story of people coming from those situations. Right. Number eight, procrastination, man. Procrastination is a huge one. It's one that I struggle with every day. And it's funny, as much as I do, as much as I've been able to accomplish, I still struggle with procrastination, man. I, I don't think y'all want to see me, man, if I find a solution for pro procrastination, man. You think I get a lot done now. Uh, all right. Lack of persistence, right? You got to be able to push through and overcome obstacles in your way. Number 10 is negative personality, man. You're not going to win if you're negative all the time. Period. You're just not. You're just not going to win if you're one of those uh, negative people just all the time. All right. So here we go. Part two today, number 11 through 20. Number 11 is lack of control of sexual urge. What? How man, how was that causing me to feel? Lack of control, a uh, lack of controlled urge. Sex energy is the most powerful of all the stimuli which move people into action. Because it is the most powerful of the emotions, it must be controlled through transmutation and converted into other channels. Wow. And he does it has a whole uh, chapter on this book on sexual trans, sex, trans, transmuting that energy, right? That that drive that will make a man uh, run through a brick wall to try to get with a woman, right? Uh, because that sex drive is so powerful, right? But it has to be controlled. I want you to think about uh, uh, financial situations for a second. When you think about lack of controlled sexual you think that has an effect on a person's ability to be financially successful? Right? You think about the decisions people make when they're chasing sex and lust versus having that stuff under complete control? Yeah, that affects your ability to be successful in various areas of your life, not just monetary, but other areas of your life, right? Let me get my uh, lower third up on YouTube. So, number 11, lack of controlled sexual urge. Number 12, uncontrolled desire for something for nothing. Oh, man. Listen to this, man. Uncontrolled desire for something for nothing. It says the gambling instinct drives millions of people to failure. 
Evidence of this may be found in the study of the Wall Street crash of 29, during which millions of people tried to make money by gambling on stock margins. Guys, this is huge for us. What's up, Logic? This is huge for us in the black community. How many do you, how many people do you know are hell bent on getting something for nothing? So many people are just flat out hell bent on getting something for nothing, right? If you do not control the desire to get something for nothing, it is one of the major causes a failure, according to Napoleon Hill. Do you guys agree with that? I, man, I agree with it wholeheartedly. There's, there's, I know a ton of people, man, want something for nothing. Don't want to put the work in. Don't want uh, 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 nobody else to put the work in. You just want to sit back and just try to get something for nothing. Those are all the people who are playing the lottery, right? I know people who spend... $20 per day on lottery tickets. Yeah, that's $140 per week. And if they were to do anything other, any, if they wanted to put some work behind that $140 per week, they'd be wealthy. They'd be building wealth. They would be building wealth for their families, but they want something for nothing. They want to play the game of chance uh, and see if uh, they can do that instead of putting that money into an investment, putting that money into a business, uh, 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 other things they could be doing with that money, paying off debts. It, it's crazy. The something for nothing mentality is one of, of the 12 major cause of failure, right? Let's see. Uh, number 13, lack of a well-defined power of decision. This is another good one. Men who succeed reach decisions promptly and change them, if at all, very slowly. Mm. Says men who succeed will come to a decision quickly and change them, if at all, very slowly. Men who fail reach decision, if at all, very slowly and they change them frequently and quickly. Indecision and procrastination are twin brothers. Where one is found, the other may usually be found also. Kill off this pair before they completely hogtie you to the treadmill of failure. Man, what say you, YouTube? You guys are quiet over there this morning. It says, indecision and procrastination are brothers, twin brothers, right? This is so powerful because I want you guys to think about, he says, the person who is successful make their mind up quickly. They make a decision quickly, and then they stick to that decision and never change it. Or if they do change it, it takes them a long, slow, deliberate process before they change their mind. On the other hand, the person who is on the treadmill of failure takes them a long time to make a flipping decision. And then after they make that decision, they quickly change their mind and they're on to something else. Man, you know people like that? 
I know a few people like that, right? I try to keep people like that out of my circle. Uh, no disrespect to them, no judgment zone here, but I know the power of making a decision and sticking to it and following through with it. You can't have success uh, if every time the wind blows, you're changing your mind. And, and I like to give you my definition of the word decision. The word decision is the opposite of the word incision. Incision means to cut in. Decision means to cut away or to cut out, to cut off, right? Incision means to cut in, right? Ask your doctor, ask your, your local uh, surgeon, right? When they make an incision, they're cutting into your body. Decision means to cut away, to cut off or to cut out. See, one thing about successful people is when they make a decision, that means they cut away all options for failure. They've already made their mind up. When I made a decision to become a billionaire, that means I cut away all excuses. All I have to do is continue to follow the path. See, what most people do is because they've never made a decision, now they have to deal with a bunch of little choices throughout their life. What do I mean? They've never made a decision, a stern decision to do anything. So now when something comes up, they have to make a choice. For me, certain things in my life are not a choice because I've already made a decision. I've made a decision to be wealthy so I don't have a choice but to study financial literacy. See, because some people have not decided to be wealthy, when it comes time to spend money on a seminar or to pick up a book like this, that's a choice. And they, ha they, they have to wrestle with a choice. And they have to wrestle with a thousand little choices every day. People who've made a decision, they don't wrestle with those choices every day. It's like, hey, is this going to get me to my goal? Well, there's no choice. I have no choice but to do this because I've already decided on where I'm going. Does that make sense to you guys? So many people, because they've yet to make a decision, they waver on these little choices all day, every day. I have no choice but to get up early every morning. Why? Because millionaires get up early every day. They don't sleep their lives away. I have no choice but to read books and to listen to podcasts and things of that nature to feed my brain. Why? Because millionaires and billionaires do this. I've already decided that I'm going to be a billionaire, so I don't have a choice on whether or not I'm going to read a book today. I don't have a choice of whether or not I'm going to listen to a podcast today. I don't have a choice today of whether or not I'm going to try to grow and expand my business because 87% of all millionaires got there with business. So it's not a choice. I've already made a decision. James, what's going on, my brother? I've already made a decision. Where are you from, James? So that you, you have to understand. Decision means to cut away. Incision means to cut in. So once you make your mind up, I don't have a bunch of choices to make every day. I just do what I've already. I follow through on the one decision I made. I decided one time to be wealthy. People who don't make decisions have to make a bunch of little choices all the time. I don't. I've already decided. So I just go follow through on the one decision I've already made. Let me read that one again, man. That's good stuff. Men who succeed reach decisions promptly and change them, if at all, very slowly. Men who fail reach decisions, if at all, very slowly and change them frequently and quickly. 
Indecision and procrastination are two twin brothers. Where one is found, the other may re, uh, usually be found also. Kill off this pair uh, <coughs> before they hogtie you to the treadmill of failure. <coughs> powerful, powerful stuff, guys. Good stuff. Uh, really quickly, uh, all right, uh, Odenton, Maryland, James Miller, welcome to the show this morning, brother. If you haven't already, hit the subscribe button and make sure you rate the show, whether you like it or dislike it, just rate it either way. Today, uh, it's time for today's quote of the day. Uh, this one is very good, and I actually, our book excerpt goes along with this a little bit later in the program, uh, but the quote of the day says this, self-hate is a form of mental slavery that results in poverty, ignorance, and crime. Self-hate is a form of mental slavery that results in poverty, ignorance, and crime. And that's a quote from Susan L. Taylor. I don't know who she is, uh, but it made good sense because when you think about the crime, the poverty, you think about what we're suffering from in our community, it that makes so much sense that, hey, everything, every bit of propaganda that is being pumped into our community has one goal, and that is to induce self-hate. Why? Because the people who are uh, pumping in this propaganda, they know what self-hate causes. Self-hate causes poverty, ignorance, and crime. How do you get the most powerful people on the planet to destroy themselves? You get them to hate themselves. Huh? Wait a minute, what? Susan Taylor used to be the editor-in-chief of Ebony Magazine. Okay. Fashion icon. I appreciate that, Bethany. How do you overcome the most powerful and the most numerous group of people on the planet? You get them to hate themselves. Because when they hate themselves, by default, it's going to produce poverty, ignorance, and crime. So what is our task as those who are conscious, those who are trying to make a difference, those who are trying to uh, force change is for us to infuse self-love. If all of our problems are direct uh, directly correlated to self-hate, then it's our job to create self-love. And I believe that's what she was doing with her magazine uh, and creating positive images of black people. Right. So we have to reverse that train of thought, uh, James, and create self-love because that's going to create intelligence. That's going to alleviate crime. And that's going to, by default, produce love, peace, prosperity, joy, wealth and all of those things. Just the opposite, man. Uh, what's going on, console? Checking in. I started reviewing uh, more site info. Oh, okay. Great deal. Good deal. Good deal. So today's quarter of the day is brought to you by Monetize My Life Academy. Guys, go over to www.monetizemylifeacademy and grab your free ebook, Easy Online Income. 
Monetize My Life Academy is all things branding and marketing for the solopreneur to take their business to the next level and 10x their brand. If you need help with uh, email marketing, internet marketing, video marketing, uh, affiliate marketing, you want to know how to build websites and all that stuff, man, Monetize My Life Academy is the place for you to go. $40 per month. Inbox me to get this special discount coupon and I will get that right over to you so that you can grab your membership, whether you need it for one month or whether you need it for 10 months. Doesn't matter. We got the courses, we got ebooks, we've got uh, live webinars, recorded webinars. Man, we just want to help you guys build and transform your brand and take it to the next level. Monetize My Life Academy. Dot com. Go grab that free ebook, Easy Online Incomes. Uh, if you're trying to make some money online, it will definitely help with some ideas on how to do just that. All right, moving on, people, moving on. So number 13 was lack of well-defined power of decision. You've got to be a decision maker, man. You've got to be a decision maker. Uh, and, and sometimes we spend a lot of time trying to make the right decision. And you know what successful people do? Successful people make a decision and then they make that decision right. I want y'all to hear that. Let me rewind that back. Successful people make decisions quickly and then make that decision right. See, unsuccessful people, people who are struggling with failure, they spend a lot of time trying to make the right decision. Now I'm gonna make a decision and then I'm gonna make that decision right by the action that I follow that decision up with. Right? I'm gonna make a decision and then I'm gonna make that decision right. Instead of standing on the fence for weeks on end trying to make the right decision. Number 14, one or more of the six basic fears. These fears have been analyzed for you uh, in later chapters. They must be mastered before you can uh, market your services effectively. So uh, I'm not going to jump there now, but we'll come back to the six basic fears when we go, go into uh, part uh, four and five on overcoming these 31 challenges. So we'll talk about overcoming the six basic fears. Number 15, right? Number 15, wrong selection of a mate in marriage. Wait a minute, Napoleon Hill. Don't go there. Don't go there. When we did our study on uh, the seven... Uh, commonalities of self-made millionaires. Number seven was they all marry well. Now, when we say marry well, it doesn't mean they marry people with money, right? If you guys have not already shared the stream, please hit the share button for me uh, on Facebook. And the same thing on YouTube, you can share the stream uh, as well. When we looked at the seven traits of self-made millionaires, number seven was they all marry well. Now, it wasn't that they marry people with money. They marry people who are equally yoked with them in thought process, in ambition, uh, in, in their pursuit of the goals and the dreams. They wanted the same things, right? So let's see what uh, Napoleon Hill has to say about uh, selecting the right mate. <coughs> 
This is a most common cause of failure. The relationship of marriage brings people intimately into contact. Unless this relationship is harmonious, failure is likely to follow. Moreover, it will be a form of failure that is marked by misery and unhappiness, destroying all signs of ambition. Man, can't stress this one enough, guys. Gals, you've got to get beyond the superficial. If you don't get beyond the superficial, you, you can marry a no-getter that looks like a go-getter. If you get beyond, if you don't get beyond the superficial, listen, guys, my wife and I just celebrated 18 years anniversary on January 5th, 2018. This is our 18th year uh, wedding anniversary, 22 years together, right? If my wife was looking at the superficial only, we wouldn't be here. We wouldn't be here. Yeah, mate selection is critical, Miguel. You have to get past the superficial. You have to go beyond uh, getting intimate with somebody quickly. That don't work, y'all. Because when you cross that barrier of intimacy too quickly before you really get to know that person, then you your, your feelings get all in the way, man. Your feelings get in the way, right? And you don't want that. You need to take time to get to know someone. I'm talking about long-term time, not just um, not just uh, uh, we've been together for 90 days and we think this is it. No, 90 days ain't long enough for me to test somebody's ambition. We hooked up. Uh, in the in the uh, uh, in the spring, you said you was gonna get your life in order, get back into school by the fall. So I want to hang out and not get too close to see if you're gonna execute on that ambition. We're hanging out all summer long, and I noticed you ain't talked about going to the school to fill out no paperwork. You ain't talked about selecting no classes. See, you have to give time. <clears throat> you have to make sure that there's time for that person to show and reveal to you who they really are. I, I like to say it like this. If you have never seen your mate angry, if you've never seen your mate extremely sad, if you've never seen them extremely happy, you don't even know that person. Because you're talking about getting tied to someone and you can be with somebody for a year and never really see them upset. And you, after a year, all of this stuff, these emotions, yeah, you go ahead and get married and six months into the marriage, something happens where you finally see that person upset for the first time and they punching holes in walls and doing all, huh, what? You've never seen a person sad? You might need to, it, it's, I hate to say it like this, 
but you have to see a person in a state of sadness so you can know how they respond, right? Have you ever seen, have you been with your person long enough to see somebody who, uh, see them after they've lost a loved one? If someone has been become critically ill and it saddens them, do they sink into a deep depression? You need to know this. You're talking about being with someone forever. Forever. So don't go jumping the gun. Now, if you did make that decision, well, now you, if you're a successful person, successful-minded person, you got to make that decision right. And that means there's some things that you guys have to work out and work on. But if you're in the dating phase, don't man, don't don't get all wrapped up. It ain't it ain't personal because a marriage is also a business relationship. So as as much as it is emotional, you better be thinking logically too. We're talking about two people coming together in a business contract. Yeah, I know people don't like to talk about marriage this way. But when you marry through the courts, that is a business contract. So you have to be thinking logically, business, long term, and also thinking emotionally. Will my feelings, will my uh, love, compassion, and caring for this person, is that going to last? And is this business relationship going to last? Because marriage is business. The institution of marriage is a business. That is a contract. You got to understand that. You got to understand that. So being unequally yoked with someone spiritually, being unequally yoked with somebody. I know marriages that are falling apart. Wife was ambition. Husband was a no-getter. He just wanted his job. She wanted entrepreneurs. You got to be equally yoked. Spiritually, you got to be equally yoked in how you both see money. One's a splurger, one's a saver. That ain't going to work long term. You got to be equally yoked. You got to equal, be equally yoked in your ambition, in your drive, in your goals. Because if you got drive and the other person doesn't, the day is going to come where you get tired of pulling that person. Yes, yes. Contract with, with God too. That's the, that's the spiritual contract. But then you have a business contract in the eyes of the court. And then you have an emotional contract with your connection one with another. How did, how was that thing gonna last? Uh, true intimacy is really knowing someone and loving them in spite of their and your character defects. Yeah, but you gotta get to knowing them first. See, too many people are marrying the representatives. Yeah, you're merging two corporations together. Too many people are marrying the representatives. Right? Who is the representative? The representative is the person you put on when you're dating somebody. I, my wife didn't marry my representative. I thought she did. She knew the real me all along. Right. So we can't marry the representatives. We got to be around someone long enough and really get to know people and say, OK, this is this is who this person really is. And 
this contract that we're entering into between us and God, between us and man, between this 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 emotional contract, this thing, uh, I'm saying that for better or for worse. So if you've never seen a person in a bad time, how do you know you're going to be able to be there for them if it gets worse? Huh? Come on. You're saying this thing is for better or for worse. If you have never seen per, uh, a person at their lowest point, how can you commit to being with them if it gets even worse than this? So slow down, pump the brakes, and, and, and take your time to get to know someone long term. Take your time to get to know their family too because you're marrying their family. You're marrying their family, right? All right, so that was number 15. Number 16, over caution, paralysis of analysis. You're just too cautious. The person who takes no chances generally has to take whatever is left when others are through choosing. Overcaution is a bad, it is as bad as undercaution. Both are extremes to be guarded against. Life itself is filled with the element of chance. Overcaution. Do you think too much? Do you process too much? While you're doing all of this processing and all of this stuff, man, by the time you make your decision, there's hardly anything left. Oh, that's good, Tyson. He said, I think the major problem is people don't know themselves, but you are hitting on this subject on it. Yeah, people don't know themselves. Uh, uh, that is true. That That is true. People don't know themselves, right? Number 16, over caution. Do it take you forever to analyze something? Are you forever in research mode and never pulling the trigger? Right? I know people like that. People are looking at the Black Wolf Movement and they're like, man, I'm like, dude, it's $35. If you don't like it, I'll give you $35 back. What? Some people just, they have to analyze everything. And while you're analyzing everything, by the time you get to uh, finally making your choice, it's too late. You, you're getting leftovers, right? You're getting leftovers. The person who takes no chances generally has to take whatever is left when others are through choosing. Overcaution is as bad as undercaution. Both are extremes to be guarded against. You don't want to not do your research, but you don't want to do too much research either, right? Life itself is filled with the element of chance. Really quickly, we've got to get to our book excerpt of the day. So let's do this real quick. I told you this had a little bit to do with uh, our quote of the day as well. Uh, you guys know that we, we are not only studying, um, we're not only studying the Napoleon Hill's version of Think and Grow Rich, but we're also studying um, Dr. Dennis Kimbrough's version, Think and Grow Rich, A Black Choice, right? It makes sense. I'm a black man, right? Uh, <clears throat> there is no force like success. And that is why the individual makes all efforts to surround himself throughout life 
with the evidence of it. As of the individual, so should it be of the race. The glittering success of Rockefeller makes him a power to the American nation. The success of Henry Ford suggests him as an object of universal respect. The black man must be up and doing if he will break down the prejudice of the rest of the world. We must strike out for ourselves in the course of material achievement and by our own effort and energy present to the world those forces by which the progress of man is judged. It's a long paragraph and a lot of words to say we all we got and that's enough. We are all we got and that's enough. Right? We have to Excuse me, if we're going to be respected, then we have to produce in the five areas that all other nations produce for themselves. Food, clothing, safety, uh, food, clothing, shelter, safety, and security. If we are going to be respected as men, as protectors and providers of our family, we have to produce these five things for our communities. Food, clothing, shelter, safety, security. If we're not, we're not going to be respected as a community of people. We're not going to be respected as a community of people. Food, clothing, shelter, safety, and security. Every other culture produces this for themselves except us because we bought into inclusion. Well, Cortez, I can go to the hospital. So do I have to have my own hospital when I can go to the hospital that already exists? See, we bought into inclusion. If something happens in America today that causes all people to need a hospital right now, who's going to get served first? I'm just saying. Let's, let's, let's keep it all the way 100 if something happened where our communities were invaded, who's the National Guard going to go and protect first? Let's keep it all the way 100. If something happens where there's a food shortage, who's getting food first? Yeah. We have to produce for ourselves if we're going to stand in this thing and be respected as men, be respected as a nation. Some of us have bought into this meekness, this humbleness, and this humility, and we've confused humility with weak. Nah, man. I'm as humble as they come, but I ain't weak. You can be humble and be strong. Trust and believe that. You can be humble and be powerful. But we've bought into this, the meek shall inherit the earth, so we think that means weak. No, 
That ain't what that means. That's not what that means. We have to produce for ourselves, man. Everything that we consume, we should. I put a, a, a video up on my my Facebook. Uh, today's uh, 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 excerpt of the day is brought to you by Young Biz Kids, guys. If you want a cool website to go to, start teaching your children entrepreneurship. Go to YoungBizKids.org. Uh, YoungBizKids.org. If you want to teach entrepreneurship to your children, we do it in a fun. Uh, uh, manner and it's very effective. They got all sorts of tools and re resources if you want to introduce entrepreneurship to your children. Go to youngbizkids.org. I put a uh, a YouTube video up of Kanye West uh, talking about you know he's trying to break into the fashion industry and he disgruntled that nobody's working with him and none of the big folks and instead of just building from scratch, which is what I do, I wouldn't be kissing butt to try to get big endorsements from big companies. I just build from scratch. I just, I just, I, I just have that mindset. But he said, "Do you know there's not a black designer that makes a suit jacket for a black man? There's not a black. So you, you, you see, there's a lot of things that we consume, but there's very few that we actually produce. We have to at least produce the things that we consume. We some of the chickenest eating, eating, eating this people on the planet, and we don't have a national chicken chain." Are you kidding me? If we don't have nothing else, we ought to have a, a national chicken chain that uh, spans coast, coast to coast. Right? But we bought into inclusion. So it, because we're being included in everybody else's stuff, we think that's ownership. Some people think that black people own Popeye's chicken. Some people think that black people own churches chicken. See, we bought into inclusion. People know that we are the 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 the, the <clears throat> resource that powers the earth. So the resource that powers the earth, they will put stuff in our communities, and those things will become embedded in our communities and ingrained in our communities to where we take ownership of those things that which we have no ownership in. We literally take and own churches chicken like it's ours. We own Popeye's chicken like it's ours. That ain't our stuff, man. Because we've owned it in that capacity mentally, no one has ever thought that, man, my grandma fried the best chicken in the world. Let me create our own chicken chain and let us put our chicken chains right next to KFC, Lee's, Churches, and Popeye's, and you got black men's. Because that's, that's what all of my stuff is going to be called. When you start seeing black men's, pop up everywhere, just know that your boy, that's your boy. That's your boy. Blackman's chicken. Blackman's fried chicken. Yep. Blackman's Dollar Tree. Yep, that's me. When you start seeing Blackman's everywhere in every industry, Blackman's Bar and Grill, yeah, that's your boy. Because we got to take this ownership thing seriously, man. We've got to take it serious. Right? Uh, Say so this is it is one of the uh, black owned business uh, for a barbecue. Uh, they have sandwich uh, awesome chicken also. Yeah, but we got to get to a place where we understand the power of franchising and sell some of these restaurants to people all over the country, man, and move this thing and create the job. Because if you think about it, if we had a chicken franchise. Then 
I, I know we all track y'all. I'm sorry, but I gotta go here. Think about if we owned a chicken franchise with a thousand stores across the country. Right? Popeyes was smart enough to put a black face in, right? Yeah, yeah, that's because they want us to feel like we own Popeyes so it stays a part of our community and we don't create a Popeyes to compete with Popeyes, right? Think about if we owned a chicken chain and how many jobs come out of that. I I just want to go here for a second. Um, Number one, just, just in the restaurants itself, that's going to create jobs, right? Then where... Will the chicken chain get the chicken from? Black chicken farmers? Where will the chicken chain get the fries and the coleslaw that go with the chicken from? Black potato farmers in Idaho, right? Idaho potatoes? I don't don't know. Uh, If we're getting all these chickens from chicken farmers, where, where does the chicken farmer get his grain from to feed the chickens from black corn farmers who grow enough corn to supply the chicken farmers with feed for the chickens where does the black potato farmer get the fertilizer he needs to keep his soil right to produce the potatoes from the black beef farmer who creates uh, who, whose cows create the dung and they transform that into compost and now that compost becomes fertilizer that he sells to the black potato farmer and the black corn farmer so they can grow nutritious corn and potatoes for us to have fries to go with our chickens so we can have corn to feed the chickens so that we can have chickens to feed the... Man, or... come on, man. Come on. Yeah, they... We didn't pick up on that, man. The hint was in coming to America, McDonald's instead of McDonald's. We didn't catch it. We didn't catch it. Guess what's coming? Blackman's Hot and Fresh. What is Blackman's Hot and Fresh? That is my pizza joint where you can come in and get $5 pieces just like you can go to other places and get $5 pieces. Huh? Are you... The blueprints are out here, man. We just got to produce. All right. I digress, man. Let me get back to uh, these last couple. So overcaution was number 16. Number 17, wrong selection of associates in business. Who do you partner with? Who do you partner with in business, right? This is one of the most common causes of failure in business and marketing personal services, one should use great care to select an employer who will be an inspiration and who is himself intelligent and successful. We emulate those with whom we associate most closely. Pick an employer who is worth emulating, right? So in business, on your jobs, things of that nature, you want to be careful about who you select. Uh, as your business partners, right? Says that's the teaching of Claude Anderson, author of Black Labor. Absolutely, absolutely. But it, it goes back further than that. Garvey, Honorable Elijah Muhammad, whether you like him or not, do for self, man, it, it goes back, man. Dr. Amos Wilson, it, I mean, this this goes back, man. Uh, Dr. Claude Anderson get, pays homage to all of those guys who came before him. 
This thing goes back, man. It's it's every other culture is doing it. We just got to do it. We just got to do it. Right. So uh, you got to select the right people to get into business with. I believe the black wealth movement is 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 the this is the place to be. Uh, try it out for 30 days, y'all. If you don't like the black wealth movement, what we're doing, what we stand for, what we represent, what we're trying to accomplish. Counsel in 30 days. I'll give you thirty five dollars back, man. I, I, you can't beat that. You can't beat that. Right. Uh, it says I have watched it uh, for years. Uh, just wasn't woke enough. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it, it is. It is something, man. You got I mean, they the McDowell's McDonald's. That's one of the things I think about all the time. Number 17. Uh, number 17 was wrong selection of business associate. Number 18. Superstition and prejudice. Superstition is a form of fear. It is also a sign of ignorance. Men who succeed keep open minds and are afraid of nothing. Wow. Superstition is a form of fear. Oh, I don't work with certain people. Listen, man. I know you see this symbol right here. It says the Black Wealth Movement. But I will build with anybody who's willing to build with me. If our goals and motives are aligned, I can build with anybody who's willing to build with me. Right? You have to keep an open mind. Right? Uh, part of what, what keeps people away from the Black Wealth Movement is because we have a network marketing component. Uh, and, and that's how we make money. People can't stand network marketing, which is funny to me because those same people can't stand their jobs, but they go every day. In fact, if you get in their way while they're running late, they'll run you over. You don't have to like network marketing to become successful at it. You don't have to like network marketing to get the benefits from it. You don't have to like it. You don't have to love it. Just like you don't love your job, but your job produces a paycheck. Well, network marketing can produce financial freedom for you, whether you like it or not. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying you got to throw that out there. Uh, number 19, uh, wrong selection of a vocation. No man can succeed in a line or of endeavor which he does not like. Uh, the most essential step in the marketing of personal services, that of Selecting an occupation in which you can throw yourself wholeheartedly, right? So that's why it's difficult to make it on a job. If you don't like that job, you're not going to do enough to advance on that job. You're not going to get promoted on that job. So if you're going to go through that, you might as well go through network marketing. On your job, there is no chance of you making having financial freedom. At least with network marketing, there's a chance. There's no chance. Of freedom and ever uh, on, on your job, no chance whatsoever. At least with network marketing, you have a chance. The door's cracked, right? And then number twenty, lack of concentration of effort. <clears throat> and and this is this is this is key, man. I hope I don't step on any toes here. Lack of concentration of effort. The jack of all trades seldom is good at any. Concentrate all of your efforts on one definite chief aim. Guys, I did not have the success that I'm having now until I put everything, I took everything off of those back burners 
and I took it off the stove altogether. Listen, I'm, I'm gonna tell you, my business, my, my financial life, all of that started to change when I took all of those things that were on the back burner, I took them off the stove altogether. I took, I took them off the stove altogether and I poured everything into Financial Health Mentor. And now I have some 500 families uh, uh, under my mentorship and coaching program and helping them grow and develop. That don't happen if I'm focused over here, got a foot over here, got a finger over here, got something over here. No, man, for the last two and a half years, I put all of my focus into the financial health mentor and I built it to a certain place. A lot of you guys didn't even know I was a branding and marketing coach because I took that off the stove and I focused everything into the financial education and building the black wealth movement. Now you see me introducing the branding and marketing coaching because people started asking me, man, how did you get your brand popping? Well, I'm a, I've, I've been an online marketer for almost 10 years. So now I'm introducing that after I've singularly focused on a single chief aim to get the financial health mentor brand to a certain level. Single your focus. You gotta come get my sugar, sugar. You already know. You about to be front and center all the time. All right, babe, have a good day. So those are the 10 for today. Um, normally I recap, but we're a little bit over. I, I digressed and went sidetracked, so uh, I'm not gonna recap, but come back tomorrow and we'll do number 21 through 31. We're gonna keep studying failure so you know what not to do. And then we will, uh, in episodes number uh, four and five of this series, we'll talk about some things that you can do to overcome these challenges. So appreciate you guys all for tuning in. If you have not shared the show, go ahead and hit the share button for me real quick. Uh, also real quickly, I wanna shout out my sponsors, uh, Young Biz Kids. Uh, if you wanna teach your children entrepreneurship in a fun manner, Young Biz Kids is a way to do that, www.youngbizkids.org. Also, uh, uh, my uh, Monetize My Life Academy, go over there and grab your free ebook, monetizemylifeacademy.com, www.monetizemylifeacademy.com. Put in your name and email address, you get your free ebook, Easy Online Income. It will help you uh, learn how to make money online. And then last but not least, you guys know the show is also uh, sponsored by financialhealthinsurance.com. If you are walking around and you don't have insurance because you think you cannot afford it, because you think you cannot get covered, talk to a certified licensed professional and let them make the call. Things are changing in the insurance industry all the time. So maybe five years ago, you tried to get covered and you couldn't, man, go to financialhealthinsurance.com and get yourself a quote today. If you got insurance and you're not- With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.